escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And then presidential candidate. Well, so the big question tonight on Ghana Connect is Alan Tremartin, the third force Ghana needs. We connect after the break. I know exactly how my wife feels at any point in time. I know when she's happy. Hey. I know when she's sad. Hello. I know when she's just not in the mood. What? It's all thanks to her caller tune. Express yourself with your MTN caller tune and let it do the talking. Simply dial star 1355 hash and download your favorite caller tune or copy or renew your existing caller tune. Send starts to 1355 or dial star 1355 hash to subscribe today. MTN. Hooray! The Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited's Back to School promotion is here with us once again. From the 4th of September to the 31st of October 2023, Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited is giving a generous 10% to 15% discount on all school items like textbooks, pens, pencils, erasers, exercise books, and so much more across all our branches in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, Takradi, Winnebine, Cape Coast. Parents, teachers, and students, please hurry while stock lasts. For more information, call us on 0302-764-101 or 0302-764-209 or email info at kingdomgh.com. You can also visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Kingdom Books, where quality and affordability are both assured. Terms and conditions apply. Luxurious affordable living is your right, and no one understands it better than BOT Properties. BOT Properties specializes in modern residential buildings and commercial office spaces. Our properties include the Equator, a 12-story made up of over 100 apartments near Accra Mall. At the Equator Courts, we offer you the deluxe living experience with our top-of-the-range homes, high-quality homes built with style and precision to suit your lifestyle. The Equator Courts is a gated community with two story four-bedroom detached houses at Ubuju East Legon near American House. Our office complexes include Zion House, Shiashi East Legon, Zion House, Sofaline Interchange, Kumase. Our offices and apartments are for both rental and outright purchases at affordable prices and with flexible payment terms. Kindly contact us on 0257-960-919 or visit botproperties.com. BOT Properties, the new meaning of affordable luxury. No matter your water needs, 
Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now, you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana. And now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. Ghana, are you ready? Mark your calendar as the Maker's House Chapel International presents the Experience Conference 2023. From the 1st to the 8th of October, it's the gathering of the spiritual luminaries of the land. Get ready to experience Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, Reverend Dr. Mensah Otterbill, Archbishop Charles Ajina Sari, Reverend Dr. Ampia Kofi, Reverend Dr. Steve Mensah, Reverend Dr. Ebenezer Markwe, Bishop Frank Ofusu Apia, and your host, Dr. Michael Bwedinyamiche, come and experience Jesus, the miracle worker. Venue is the destiny arena of the Maker's House Chapel International, Atomic, adjacent School of Nuclear and Allied Sciences. Time is 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. on weekdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday, and 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. on Sundays. It's going to be a life-changing encounter. The Experience Conference 2023. I can't wait. Get ready and save big with the Melcom Pay Day promo happening this weekend. Enjoy a whopping 20% discount in any Melcom store nationwide. This promo is valid from Friday 29th September to Sunday 1st October 2023. It's the Melcom Pay Day promo. Terms and conditions apply. Melcom, where Ghana shops. Cash out just got way better. Our enhanced early partial and auto cash out feature lets you cash out your bets out early, cash out a portion of your ongoing bets, or even set your bets to cash out automatically. All this to give you way more control over every thrilling bet you place. Sign up today at betway.com.gh. Test and conditions apply. Regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Betway. Get way more. Welcome back to Ghana Connect. Can Alan Tremartin win? And what does his departure from the NPP 
and a decision to contest as an independent candidate mean for the governing party's chances at breaking the eight in next year's elections? I wish to use this platform to announce that I'm honorably resigning with immediate effect from the new patriotic party to contest for the high office of the president of the Republic of Ghana in the 2024 general elections as an independent presidential candidate. Politically symbolizes change and transformation, hope and positivity. It also communicates strength, endurance, spirituality, and trust, which are all key traits that I cherish as a political leader. The brand motto of the movement is Ghana will rise again. The new movement will be led and powered by the youth of Ghana. But I can only wish him well and say that any person who, uh, like me, supported Alan Chamatin, uh, this is a time to uh, reassure the party faithful that we are together. I mean, winning 2020. I can only wish him well, but the principle is that I, Kwame Uzoa Mankwa, remain with the elephant symbol. The leadership of the party equally disagrees with the assertion made by Mr. Chematin in page 8 of his resignation address that the party has been hijacked by a selected group of parties, leaders and elders and government appointees behind the curtain power brokers. If I want to join, I'll find a way of getting the feelings of the Ghanaian people to decide whether it's worthwhile joining him or not. But you haven't made a decision whether or not you will join if you ask Not yet. So who knows? It's very very possible that a, a lot of people may join him. Bye. So that's been about the conversation since Alan. Kojo Chiamatin decided that he's done with the governing new patriotic party. He's forming his own new movement, not a new political party, but an independent movement to rally Ghanaians to break the duopoly of the NDC and NPP. And connecting with us, we have some really brilliant minds to share some perspectives on the question whether or not Alan Kojo Chiamatin is the third force Ghananese. And perhaps will you vote for him in the 2024 elections? Chris Atadika it's a political marketing consultant and a PhD candidate at the University of Ghana. Chris, good evening, and it's good to have you connecting with us. Good evening. How are you? 
I'm, I'm very well. So Chris is one of the people that I like a lot. I, I, I His views are quite refreshing. And so it's good to have him join us here. Pakwisi Shandov is a journalist, freelancer. So he joins us in studio. Shandov, good evening. Yeah, Kweku, good evening. Well, I see you're looking good. Look at your jacket. Wow. Let, the economy is not yeah. as bad as you people make it seem. <laughs> so, Nana Kofi Ampon Dakwa is also a political activist and joins us in studio. Nana Kofi. Good evening. I hope you are doing well. I'm doing well. It's good to see you again. Are you for the change, movement, movement for change or not? But don't answer that. I'll come to you <laughs> shortly. I'm to Akunfi Ameya. I was a graduate student at the London School of Economics and connects with us from London. She will connect with us shortly. And then Josephine in Kansabwedu is also a student and is a keen political watcher. Josephine, good to have you join us today. Hello, Josephine. Good evening. Hello, good evening. Super, it's good to have you join us, um, um, connect with us on Ghana Connect today. So, guys, let's zoom right into the conversation. And let me say that for those of you who are home and listening to us, you may be driving wherever you are, you can join in with your thoughts, 055 on WhatsApp. You can also go onto our social media pages and leave your comments. We'll bring that to you shortly. You can also join in the poll that we have on our Twitter, on our Twitter, Joy997FM page. We're asking the question, is Alan Tremartin the third force Ghana needs? And will you vote for him? Let me start off with you, um, Chris. And just get brief reaction when Alan decided to resign. That's a big matter on its own. But to decide to go independent, that's even bigger. And for someone who watches the political space, what do you make of that? So it, it obviously came as a surprise to a lot of us who are observers and um, I mean, key stakeholders in the political space. We, for somebody who is a founding father of a party and to be, I mean, and to be at this particular ambition of leading this party for a very long time and getting to this point and then just saying that he is not just pulling out of the race, but leaving or resigning from the party to you know, contest as an independent candidate, it is very surprising. I mean, it was something a lot of people speculated when he came out to say that he was pulling out of the race because obviously a lot of people didn't see him endorsing any of the other candidates even as he was he was stepping out. So it was very shocking and you can see it has stirred up a lot of conversation about uh, a political space and the future of a third force movement in Ghana. Mm. Shandov, is, is that the same sense you got? Were you surprised about Alan's decision like um, Chris was? Well, uh, I was not surprised at all. Indeed, I wasn't even thrown aback because uh, it was a possibility that was already lurking in the shadows. Are you serious? Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the events of the special delegates you know, um, Congress and his comments thereafter and the posture of the entirety of his campaign outfits, you could get the impression that this was a man who was inherently disgruntled. And in the political space, the moment you see that 
uh, somebody is being apprehensive, you should begin to anticipate some of these um, outcomes, especially when he himself has jettisoned the party once. In, in 2008, we saw Alan um, almost at the verge of an exit. Some people have argued that indeed he tended the resignation. Others said, well, it was uh, just in the offing. But substantially, he has proven that, look, I can depart from your quarters and then operate. So the moment he started expressing his revulsion and... Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Um, articulating his grievances, I knew that, look, this man was about to do something. So it was not necessarily um, um, a surprise at all. And um, as of now, I, 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 mean, I can even say off the top of my head i can predict some of his his next moves Let, let's not forget that the 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 decision to depart as, as raffled feathers in the party if you maybe want to say that it has um, um really affected the, the base of the party and the generality of npp supporters for example i saw the comments that um Boache jaku made to that effect the statements that he issued bemoaning the the, the 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 collapse in the structures and ethos of the new patriotic party. Now, Boachi Jaco is an integral member of the party. Alan himself is a stalwart in the party. And much recently, we've been hearing um, President Kufour also making um, similar comments. So all of that paints a picture of a party that is not in too much of a good shape. And that is why I can predict what Alan may want to do next to assets where um, FEDA clamped down on the momentum of the party, not deliberately though, but they believe as founding fathers that, look, the party is deviating. And if the party is moving out of line, uh, they may want to do a few things to mm. correct that um, impression or that, that perception. Interesting. I'll come to listen to that prediction, but Ampo, you agree with Shandov when, sh when he says that, well, listen, the MPP is in disarray from everything. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with the point he has made um, this evening on this platform. I think that in the build-up to even the special delegate election, it was evident that the goalpost had been shifted. The, the system had been rigged. It was so biased towards the establishment candidate, Sahaji Baumia. Everything was indicative of the fact that there was nothing anybody could do to beat Dr. Baumia in this post. You could go heaven, you could go heaven and hell. I mean, you could do anything you could do, and there was no way anybody could have beaten the system. So the best way to pursue your ambition of becoming president is to pull out and and go solo but i think that uh, the mpp has not been the same ever since honorable alan Chamatin made that um important address to the country no, that's i just, that's just about a week ago mpp they did oh, a press conference just about the seat oh, next day oh no no quick, quick. If, 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 if if you observe that press conference uh, for me i think it's one of the most sluggish and dispirited press conferences i've ever seen to come from the mpp outfit it looks as if the MPP has been at sixes and sevens ever since Onabuala and Chemantin made that important announcement. All is certainly not well. And you can see that something important has left the party. As President Kufour explained just recently, I think yesterday or a, a, a day before, that the values that defined that fiber of the party have departed. The, the commitment of the current leadership to the values and the, the principles that drive the party is, uh, is very low. I mean, uh, so you, you can see that certainly all is not well. And he made the point that factionalism 
factionalism is dividing the force of the MPP. So I think these are things that have culminated in what we are seeing today. And I believe that a lot of people are going to break away. The breakaways are going to come and come and come and come. And if we don't take care, we may be looking at the de- the departure or the the dismissal or the 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 death of a political party that has played a very instrumental role mm. in this country's political course. Mm, Ampon, good point. That, I mean, interesting point you make there because um, Dr. Makuba has been making the same point on PM Express with Evans Spencer within the week where he, he sort of also predicts in his own words what he believes will, 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 will soon be the death of the, N, of the NPP. But Josephine, is that a sense you get that the governing party has defeated issues which is really going to blow up in the coming days? Yeah, I think um, Mr. Alan even the MPP party has become, let me say, a problem for the MPP party right now. Because if, if I'm to analyze things, most of our old um, women and men kindly kind of support him than we the youth because they feel um, he was part of those people who bought the party. And then he, he's supposed to, it's supposed to be his time to come in power. And then all of a sudden we bought a new person, which the youth is all of a sudden following him and stuff. So actually, if it, were, it was to be me, I'll feel down and I'll try to find something else because um, when we look at the election the last time, at least he has stayed in a party for a long time. So how possible that you people couldn't trust him to the extent that he was dead and it was some kind of painful thing. Hmm, painful thing, Josephine, Josephine thinks and, and Josephine really believes that Alan really has a build up of emotions pain that that has led him to take the decision but i want to come back to you chris certainly alan cannot win 2024 right i mean if you look at the geopoly of the NDP and ndc and how strong they are controlling such a big swath of the political climate in the country certainly alan is not going to cause any upset in particular to the mpp stances as breaking the aid if anything at all so hello can you hear me yeah i can hear you chris yeah, so it's it's a very you you cannot be so conclusive in your your remarks. I mean, from the research perspective, to be able to make such conclusive statements and very authoritative statements, it must be backed with uh, some research. And even with that, there may be limitations with your study. So you may want to tone down a bit with being very conclusive. Now, when you look at the political marketing literature, it talks about three main factors that, there's a theory that talks about three main factors that voters consider to make their decision to vote uh, in a national election. They consider the party, the candidate, and then the policy. And the underpinning foundation of all these elements under the ideology of that that particular political, uh, let me say, organization. 
So if it is a center-left party, obviously the candidate must reflect the ideology of that particular party. The, the policies must reflect the ideology. And then even the, the, the activities of the political organization, the party must reflect the ideology. So it's, it's a framework. Now, the question we should be asking ourselves is, is Alan stronger being an independent candidate or he is weaker being an independent candidate? Riding on the back of the party, would, he, would that have made him a more compelling force going into the 2024 election? And one of the things we should also consider is that the rival or the main rival of the MPP, which is the NDC, has already put out who they are going to bring forward in election 2024. So it means that as when you are talking about the organizational strategy of the MPP, they, they should have, you know, even though there's a democracy, anybody who is eligible could have contested, as an organization, they should have looked more at a strategy that secures them, you know, the opportunity to break the eight, which is part of their uh, ambition as a party going into that particular election. So I have always maintained that if Alan didn't pull out of the race and didn't resign from the MPP party, Alan was the most compelling force for the MPP going into election 2024. I mean, but, and but, I say but, this but Chris, for, before you even get to 2024, internally, you must begin to move things within the party. At the superdelegates election, he, he was not even second. He was third. Yes, and yes. So that's what I'm he was saying. Going to get a beating by about so so by, by about so you see people, you know people have also and I mean this is from his team. People have alleged that there were issues of voter suppression and heavy vote buying that made the the delegates, you know, vote in the particular direction that they voted in in the super delegate election. So it may not be a true representation of what organizational strategy is supposed to be. And that is why I am coming from the perspective of analyzing the various candidates from an organizational perspective. And I can tell you, because I've been researching on the MPP flag bearer election for over a year now, I have analyzed all the candidates and I can tell you, the Honorable Alan Chemante, if he, had, if he did not pull out of the party, and if, I mean, resign from the party or pull out from the race, he was the most compelling. I say this for these four reasons. One, he was the least exposed candidate to controversies in the media. It can be, it, I mean, it's popular belief that Ghanaians are not happy and are dissatisfied with this particular government. But among the, the, the candidates, he was the one that Ghanaians to some extent would have, I mean, cut some slack to some extent because it was easier for him to disassociate himself from the regime as compared to the other, you know, leading candidates in the race. Two, when you look at the history of corruption and the history of, you know, deceit 
that has engulfed a lot of politicians in Ghana now. Alan is one that cannot, I cannot pinpoint one particular scandal that is directly related to him that has come out and it has got the attention of the nation. That's also a fact. Also, you look at, I mean, we, we organized a study from, I mean, IPO, where during the NDC delegate election, and we asked the NDC delegates that who do they feel is coming from the NDC MPP side that will pose, I mean, the greatest threat or be more competitive to their option Mahama that they represent 2024. Guess the finding of that. Alan's name came up tops. So it is. It, it, we can understand that there is an organizational strategy that should be looked at. And then also, I mean, electoral processes that people who may not necessarily fall in line with the organizational strategy, finding their ways to, to you know, win election. Mm. So that is, that is my point I want to make. The, mm. the party, the candidate, and then the policy come together to inform the, the the overall voter decision i mean of the of the voter of the voter incredible incredible analysis that you've made there and you've talked about some good research that you've made and i want to put that to Shandoff and ampon shortly but my colleague kofi j of our research just joins us briefly to give us some data he just came in with some some real data that can suggest whether or not alan chermatin can make any impact at all in 2024 kofi what does the numbers say because they say the book no the lie numbers no the lie right absolutely Kweku, like uh, your salary i mean it's yeah. big everybody knows that i mean you know the lie well this is not the first time a party is actually trying to break the eight mm. the first time that it happened was 2000 when the ndc tried to break the eight and we are talking about a third force and the significance of a third force on the ballot box uh, paper sorry so if you look at uh, 2000 presidential elections for instance there was a third force that emerged from the ndc in the person of gusitano he pulled 1.2 percent of the votes what we saw in 2000 was that the election went to a runoff and we saw the mpp you know wrestling power from the ndc that was the first time a party tried to break the eight in 2000. then in 2008 npp was in power they also tried to break the eight for the first time this time around the impact did not come from someone who was on the ballot paper but it was from a disgruntled person in the person of Alan Germantin who tried to, you know, pull away from the party in 2008. And guess what happened in the Ashanti region? For the first time uh, since 1992, the Ashanti region dropped their vote share from 79.9% uh, .9 in 2000 to 72.4% uh, in 2008. What happened? The election went to a runoff, NDC won power mpp could not break the eight then there's another one um somewhere in 2016 that was the second time ndc were trying to break the eight for the second time guess what happened there was a third force again from the ndc in the person of nana kunedu ajima rollins she was not allowed to you know be on the ballot paper in 2012 but gradually found her way on the ballot paper in 2016 pulled 0.16%, which is very significant. What happened? There was a general, you know, uh, um, craze for change in 2016. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? 
sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. We saw the MPP, you know, uh, taking power from the NDC in 2016. So if you look at the data and you hold all other factors constant, uh, there's this interesting trend that always emerges when a party is in power and is trying to break the eight. You see a third force breaking, uh, coming from that party, That's the pulling party. Uh, exactly, pulling significant a portion of the vote. We see the election going for a roundup, and then what happens is that it's a change. Mm. Uh, wow. So, Shalom, that's some really interesting data that Kofiji has been able to put together for us, and and I think that should give the NPP cause for concern. Or you believe that Alan's weight isn't so, something so big that the NPP should be focusing on? Um. Not to say I'm torn between two opinions. Uh, in one breath, I want to totally dismiss the, the possibility of him making any significant inroads. But then again, uh, I'm inclined to be careful. But uh, maybe I, I should I should just be honest with myself. I even think that the use of the word force in describing its emergence is an exaggeration, if you ask me. I may want to just say that, look, let's say that he's an alternative and not necessarily a force because to to command the descriptive of a force, you must have some some momentum, some rasmatas, some clouds, which Alan honestly does not have. I, I, I have I've run elections before. Let me say I've contested elections before. And what I have observed over the period is that there is the difference between the appeal of a candidate and the electoral fortunes of that particular um, um, candidate. So yes, Alan may be a titan, a stalwart party he may be that guy um, who indeed can amass a certain following but politically in terms of um, wooing voters to cast their ballots in his favor that I do not see and that is why um, I, I, I think that uh, it, it may be an exaggeration to say that it's a force. How, now, how let me quickly rely on I, the. I don't understand. I don't understand what. Part no, I'm point. It's an it's an exaggeration because if you if you look, if you look at if you look at the the, the number that Kofi just the numbers that Kofi was just giving us, none of the candidates at all who broke apart from their respective parties to form you know um, individual setups, none of them was able to make up to one percent from that particular data and those individuals Gusi and um, nana kunedu ajma rollins and all those people they they equal they even command more gravitas than alan no, no, that's, that's in terms of in terms of is that really the case that's completely 30 seconds there's a difference between like i indicated earlier there's a difference between having political presence and being able to pull votes he may be popular he may look like a stalwart a titan and that person who um, has been able to endear himself to the generality of the populace. But that does not necessarily mean that he is a candidate that people would think about where presidency is concerned. Let's get a difference. Oh, then, Popularity does not necessarily um, translate then, or then, materialize into then, into then, actual, then, then actual what, votes. What, what, what that, but that's mean, the point. Let, let me I mean, we saw the super delegates <laughs> conference. So he was abysmal. I think I want to say something, but let me hear from if, if you, if you If you look at the people... Kofi mentioned or he spoke about the people who broke away from their parties and formed their own. Zitano, yes. Um, look, look at the clouds or look at the the yeah, look at the clouds, the weights Nana Kunedua Ajman Rollins had in the NDC as at the time she was breaking away. I mean she had 
her political her political relevance had virtually died. Guzitano was was virtually off the scene and he decided to break away. Look this Alan Chairman saying who pushed the party's presidential prime minister runoff in two thousand and seven. And if I, I am not afraid to say, this is somebody who could have won the elections coming on 4th November. Kweku, this is somebody who has traveled the length and breadth of this country but I'm for from, about three or four electoral cycles. All those who people, has a representation all those people. in every nook and so, cranny, in every village, you can mention Alan Chemati and you will find people who would want to relate with the brand, who would want Chris, to relate Chris, with the name. Chris, I'll come to you shortly. So yeah. it's not, it's, so, it's, it's no, not, but, I don't think those people, those people broke, broke out. So, 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 so this man. I mean, Hello? Sound off. Sound off sound, let, let's, let's, let me listen to Atadika briefly. He seems to want to settle the debate between so, the two. I, I do not see the point of, of, uh, of Shandoff. Let me ask him one question. If Baumia wasn't made running mate to Akufo, President Akufuado, and he was just a normal member of the MPP, would you speculate, I mean, could you even imagine that he could pull such a vote in his first attempt to be flag bearer of the, of the party? Shandov, how do you answer? The question appears slightly misplaced. I don't see the direction of the It's not misplaced. Because I, I have not even, I've not even brought you see, in, I've not you even see, brought in you see, Baumia. Nobody when, has when, made reference to Baumia. When, the effective when you, point when you want I was to, seeking to make... So, okay, Shandov, so let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Right. When you want to assess the potency of a candidate going into an election. You look at the past history of that particular candidate's performance in past elections. How can you sit here and say that somebody who took a presidential election, I mean primaries election, to a runoff in the last time that he contested had no gravitas, I mean, looking at the words that you used. So you see, the point is that if if things, and that is why it is it is popular belief that, I mean, and also the belief of the team of Alan that a lot of things have been machinated in the party to to make things favor, you know, a certain system candidate, which he is not, and that is why he is, you know, distancing himself from the whole process to charter his own course. If we didn't have such a scenario, you couldn't say such words about the Honorable Alan Chemantin. So I want us to be very, just, just, let's be very objective in our, you know, comments about, you know, the, the, the candidate. Because if you want to say somebody what, I, I think, has the pot I think... potential of winning an election, you look at his past performance into an election. President, I mean, um, the Vice President, His Excellency ba uh, Dr. Baumia, has never contested for any election in the MPP before, internally. This is his first time. And look at how overwhelming, I mean, the support that he got in, in the in the superdelegate election. So what would you say also about that? Kweku, Kweku I think one thing um, Ampon, just like Chris, is um, blatantly refusing to acknowledge in the circumstances is the fact that now, the, the the voter behavior or the culture of the everyday Ghanaian voter is very traditional. Okay. In 2024, all things being equal, these are going to be the three prominent names. You are looking at the NDC's John Dramani Mahama and then the presumptive flag bearer of the New Patriotic Party, Dr. Baumia. Then Alan may also, I mean, be part of um, the, the three um, um, candidates. Now, the, the voter behavior of Ghanaians generally are very um, um, traditional. 
the National Democratic Congress wants to win power at all costs. So I don't see the possibility of any avowed NDC member going to now channel his or energies for um, 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 Alan. Now, you look at the new patriotic party, for example. The party is heavily disgruntled. They feel, but, for but example... But isn't that the point that Chris may be making? That the di- people, might, people are going to translate the disgruntledness into, into, what, into, what? into voting against the NPP's candidate for it. Or even, or even for, not voting at all. Or not voting see, at all. Alan does not what? have... You see, the no, point... No, no, no. point, point you know, we have, this man, no, this no, no, no. Look, if there is any group of people, if there's any group of people <laughs> who may want to <laughs> consider Alan... The wrong if, 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 if they want to consider Alan at all... Uh, Ambon says you are completely... He's creating he, he, He's an he apologist. He's an apologist. and He doesn't even acknowledge the fact that Currently in this country, there is a crave for. There is a crave for political alternative. I didn't finish making my point. Alan, of course, is an apologist of. of I mean, Ampon is an apologist of Alan. You can understand where he where he would direct a No, he's a defected member of the New Patriotic Party who has now joined the cause. So you can understand the arguments advance. The point I want to make is that Ghanaian voters are traditional. The New Patriotic Party is bent on winning the. What do you? What do you mean by traditional? Why is Chris contesting the position no, that Ghanaian voters are traditional? They are traditional in the sense that they stick to the orientation that they, they subscribe to. For no, example, that is wrong because you, you have not you read the room currently. You are failing to recognize the current climate of the political system in Ghana. There's always a time when a trend is broken. You have to recognize that trend. But what is the evidence of a trend that is about to be broken? The fact that what people are... Rollins was a larger than life is it, is it the case that wait is it the case that people are protesting Rollins. look the point i'm making is that okay let me mm. just maybe try and summarize it where is alan's base in the upcoming 2024 general election the npp can can confidently say that look we can we can again trust ashanti reason yeah, to yeah, give us the numbers no, the, the national democratic congress can again we've had the data before that has shown that into assets where resorts to as the base, as the bank roller for his votes. Nowhere. That's where he's from. No, he but he, he cannot. No, no. It, it was the same. Chris, I'll come to you in a moment, but Sandoff, hold on. Let me. I mean, that's a good que- question, Sandoff asks. Where is Alan's base? Is that Shanti region? Or where exactly is it going to come from? Alan's, Alan's base is the 17 million Ghanaians who are going to work to the ballot <laughs> box to cast their votes. And I, I make that point because I make that point because over the years, he has been able to endear himself to the people of Ghana as someone who is politically formidable. He has excelled in every position he has been. And he, to the young people, he is someone who is like a role model. A lot of people look up to him and people want to be like him. People are emulating his shining example. He has set All a lot the of other candidates that, are role models. Oh no, as, for, as, as compared to the as compared to the presumptive forerunners for next year, Alan 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 blazes the trail. He 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 stands out totally. And you cannot you cannot you cannot disagree no, it, it, on it's that. It's extremely disputable. It is not because there is no there is no fact that back off the top of my head. It is not disputable because off the top of my head, I can mention a lot of things that can be used to discredit. Dr. Baumia and Kenny Japan, if any of them emerges as the MPP well, presidential MPP's presidential candidate. Off the top of my head, off the top of my head, I can mention a million things to discredit John Dramani Mahama, who is the NDC's presidential candidate. But you will struggle to mention something to discredit Alan Chemati's candidature. 
everybody will struggle to, to no, make we, we are to talking about anything to I, I don't know. Okay, 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 gentlemen. Okay, gentlemen. Yes, I want to give you that 30 seconds. You are Shandoff. A moment, a moment. Shandoff, calm down. Shandoff, calm down. Shandoff, one moment, one moment. Calm down, calm down. Calm down, calm down. I said, calm down. Come to you shortly. But I want to hear from Josephine. I mean, Josephine, you've heard from the three gentlemen around the table. Make the point. Strive, go up and about, about what the chances of Alan can be in 2024. Do you, do you think Alan stands any chance at either winning or in a major way upsetting the NPP? Um, I would say no, because um, Alan, Alan right now doesn't have any stronghold that, oh, I can use Asante region and then this, this region to win or something. Because right now, MPP has been divided. And then the division to Alan's um, party, I would say, is like 5%. Because... When you listen to most people, most people seem not to argue with him. Fine, you've resigned. So why is it that you've moved on to um, going to be an independent um, presidential something? And then it's, it's quite not good because he seems to be a lot of people model. And then he's part of the leaders of MPP, if I can say. And... If you are setting an example for the youth, you shouldn't just move out from a party you've you've suffered like you've gone through a whole lot of things in a party and then go in for. So I don't see any I don't see him to get any chance in winning in twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. I mean just with incredible thoughts there that Alan really does not stand a chance and you've really laid out your reasons why you think so. Chris, I mean you agree, but you seem to have wanted to make a point about what Shandoff and, and Ampon were haggling over in the studio. Oh so I just I just want to say that when we are speaking, because people are listening to us, we need to speak. I mean to some extent, very objectively, for people to also make their own analysis. The only way you can... The only way... Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Yes, so the only way you can look at somebody's electability, one of the factors, the main factors, is that person's track record when it comes to that particular election or other elections that the person has contested in. If that person has shown themselves to be very potent in those elections, most likely, if you are anticipating, even though it's a different election and going into a different domain, different terrain, you can say or cut that person that slack and say that because that person was influential or came out tops or showed a lot of you know, relevance in the previous election. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Then that person has the ability to make an impact in the election going forward. Now we are in a case where the Honorable Alan Chamanti pulled out of a race, so we didn't see his performance 
in I mean we are not going to see his performance come November fourth. So as we are having a conversation here, we are just speculating internally that if he, he was to be in the race, this is how he was going to fare. Okay. The second the second thing that I also want us to consider is that when you look at the election data from nineteen ninety-two, every time the MPP has I mean completed their second term and they are about to leave I mean office when the NDC takes over in that particular election the voter turnout is lower than the previous election so the only way we can have a conversation about the NDC likely to win 2024's election one of the factors is considering the fact that if voter turnout is low as compared to election 2020 most likely the ndc is going to win that election you can go and check the the, the data the electoral data so when when you have a conversation we, we shouldn't just say that the top three names that are going to come out are most likely the uh, ex-president john mahama uh, dr baumia and then um, alan Chamasi. and based on that we are going to say that the ndc is going to win because because of what so you see we we need to speak to the data and then speak to the, I mean, the facts that the data tell us. I mean, speaking about the facts and what the data tells us, I think I've seen some really interesting data. There are polls on social media, some of the comments that have come in. Then I'll come around the table and we'll call it a night. So interestingly, we have we have a very interesting results coming in from our poll on Twitter. Join 997 FMP, the poll has just concluded is Alan Chermatin the third force Ghana needs and will you vote for him? Um, interestingly, 31% say yes, they will vote for Alan and he's the third force. And 69% say no. But that is just about what we've seen on Twitter. The comments coming in, Nana J says the only way he's going to have a chance as a third force is if he joins forces with people with some integrity. He should be joining forces with the people of Kwabne Japan, Sofia Kufu, Professor Kobna Frimpon and good hardworking young people. Hashtag Ghana Connect. No Yakubu Zone says he does not stand a chance to be honest. The negotiation says it's too early to call. Joseph Ajiman says voting for Mr. Alan Jumati means I'm spoiling my vote. He's, he's, he's talking about Ashanti vote. Why didn't the regional chairman Ashanti vote for him? Alan and his butterfly are just NPP are next and not a third force. And then the Shogasi from the same breed. Why would I vote for someone who is part of Ghana's problem? He wouldn't form his own party if he was able to win with the NPP. I want to take some more comments uh, uh, coming in on our WhatsApp console. Then we, 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 we will come back around the table. Well, okay. Be, be, before I come to, to, to the WhatsApp, a good time to bring you in Shandoff now because I'm just having a, a little challenge loading my messages on WhatsApp. Chris Atadika and Ampon surely have laid the, the blueprint that you cannot dismiss Alan Martin. I think you, you're probably having a change of mind. I, there's, there's no arguments they have advanced that can compel me to have a change of mind because the, the points they have articulated on this platform stem from sheer optimism, and optimism does not win elections. Indeed, hope has never been a plan. If you are looking out for um, candidates with the possibility of winning any, any election, I, I have 
um, maintained that there are three cogent factors that you have to look out for. First, you have to look out for the person's um, machinery in terms of campaign infrastructure. Alan, as of now, has none. And that is why in his speech, he even made the point that, well, he would want to work with um, MPs who belong to the new patriotic party. That definitely was an admission of a zero establishment of no, individual but, but, infrastructure. No, Shandor, then again, the a candidate who is, is going to win an election needs a message. What is Alan's message, really? What is the message that he's selling to the generality of the Ghanaian populace? Don't forget that this man has been part of the um, new patriotic party and therefore I do not see him coming out with any novel um, um, campaign narrative whatsoever. Then more importantly, the most principal, I mean, the principal variable that determines the or, or influences the fortunes of any candidate in an election is the person himself, the messenger. And regarding the messenger, a component that voters always look out for is the credibility of that fellow. Alan Tremantin has been a cabinet minister before. Indeed, he has played very critical roles in the situation that we all find ourselves in. Then he, feel, he gets up one day, he feels disgruntled, he feels that, look, it's my time to be the leader of the party, the system has coughed me out. Then all of a sudden, he begins to run an antagonistic campaign against the very establishment that he has enabled and formed. Mm. Where is the credibility? Where is the credibility? I'm on. Surely, Shanov is reading some good points. Yeah, and I would want to correct him on the point where he says that because he makes the Correct point that he's, he's going to work with MPs from other parties. He doesn't have any structure. Oh yes, he has no he structure. That talk, is why he, he wants to borrow from that resources of the new Patriotic Party. Does he have any candidate to me? He was making the point that he is not going to sponsor he, is not going, he was not going to sponsor any candidates to contest as parliamentary candidates in the constituencies. But that does not mean that he doesn't have any structure. I can tell you that for more than three electoral cycles, this man has been to every nook and cranny. He has been to every village to campaign. There are people in every village in this country that can, you know, uh, affiliate themselves with the Alan Chamantin brand. So that argument of no structures is shut down completely. Mm. He has people in every village that are willing to work for him. Mm. So let's let's not talk about that. Let's then, not talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Then he also he also <laughs> makes the point about no credibility. Over the course of the 16 years or the year to be 16 years that the MPP has been in office, one can make the point that Alan Chemantin has distinguished himself in the ministries and all agencies that he has served in. Look at from 2017 to, to this point. The Ministry of Trade and Industry. You you can you would struggle to mention other ministers who have performed better than him. So the issue of so the issue of performance and credibility does 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 not come in. And even after he has announced his resignation, he is explaining to people that there are certain decisions that were taken that were necessarily not that were necessarily not coming from him. You know, the economic management team at a point was was was. Mm. So, so, when we talk so, about because, Alan distinguishing, just about yes, um, well that that that's okay. You you want record? He, he seemed ready to provide it for you, but we are just about running out of studio. Andy Dossi is just setting up. Let me let me go around the table. Ample. Will you vote for Alain Tremartin if he was on the ballot in 2024? I will vote for him and I will not regret. You, yeah, you are absolutely Yes, I'm that. absolutely voting. Shandor. Alan, Alan Tremartin. <laughs> Who do you think we are discussing here? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> like I've indicated, he is not a force. So, okay. So, so, so for, the, for the fact for. for the fact that for the fact that as for my, my voter decision, I may not want to disclose it okay. now. But, but you don't but, think he can make an impact because we are just wrapping he's up. He's already Let's not making any impact. Let's not have 
too much optimism as of now. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Let, let me put that question also to 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 Chris. Not about how you are voting, but maybe in one word or two words. Do you agree that Alan will make any impact in 2024? Will he do anything at all? You see, there's one thing that as researchers we 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 refrain from from doing, mm. which is making very conclusive statements when we do not even know. There are so many things that can happen from now to I mean next year, September. Mm. Who in the last year's ele- in, in the last election, 2020's election, who thought that um the, the, the pastor, that's the mm-hmm. Goom Party, was going to turn, I mean, turn up as the third, I mean, in that particular election. Nobody saw that coming, you see. So until you have done research, you cannot speak very conclusively and then discount or discredit the 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 impact of somebody. Mm. I mean, I mean, good good point there that you make, Chris. And Chris, I'm grateful for the super perspectives that you've connected with us on Ghana Connect today and you've shared with us. Shandor Farquhar here, you'll be as a freelance journalist. He's also shared some really interesting thoughts with us. Ampon Kofi Dakwa is a political activist. And then you heard also from Josephine, who really thinks that Alan Chermatin seems to have betrayed the core of the NPP and would not make any impact. On a on on the the fortunes of the party in 2024. Well, Andy Dusty is up next with the library. Well, I really think that it's still a long way out to go, and these have been the gentleman's view and that of the lady as well. I'll see you again next week. Andy Dusty is up next with the library. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este. Comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.